When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. I'm Jack Armstrong, he's Joe Getty, we're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Third hour of the Clay and Buck Show is underway right now, and so is the uh, latest drop of the the Twitter files, uh, which are out there right now. And, you know, I, I think it was important. We just spoke to Bill O'Reilly in the last hour, 18 New York Times bestseller, because, you know, you got to say it or else uh, we, we, we want to we give credit where it's due. 18 New York Times bestsellers got a new book out. We had him on, but he, he mentioned that the story here about Twitter is that social media companies actively colluded to give Joe Biden the election. Because remember, it's not just Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, Google, YouTube, TikTok, you name it, all of them. They're all in on this together. Even Amazon. Don't ever forget when push came to shove in 2020 and it did, Amazon kicked parlor off of its servers it wasn't it wasn't even hey we're going to abuse terms of service here and shut down some accounts it was hey you no longer have a business because you know you this is like if you're running a potato chip business and the company supplying you with potatoes was like no more for you i mean you're done there's there's nothing else to be there's nothing else to be done at that point and that was the length they're willing to go to to not only help Biden, understand, they help Biden by lying. And make no mistake about it, Clay and I are as dialed in on this as anybody. The 51 intelligence professionals who lied to help Joe Biden, yeah, it's odious, but that was what they were meant to do. That was their whole purpose. We all knew they were lying, but they were trying to fool just enough of the country that Joe Biden would be able to win that election. And it really feels like the election in that regard wasn't held from a free speech perspective it was held under some degree of duress and false pretenses duress from the threatened riots that were coming from the left as we all recall um and then 
uh, we have now this, the latest from from Barry Weiss. Clay, I'm, there's a lot, just to be clear, everybody. I think she's had a 40-tweet thread so far. And you're seeing the internal deliberations here of the actual banning of Donald Trump from Twitter, right? That's what this really all comes down to. And what keeps coming up, this is very similar to what you see with Democrat mainstream media bias or corporate media bias, where they don't ever take into account that they are partisans in their thinking. They just believe they're the good guys and gals and whatever they desire is whatever is ethical, right? Whatever emotionally satisfies them in the moment is what somehow is the ethical journalistic and business practice to pursue. Anything really stick? I'm, I'm looking through this. It goes into some of the world leaders' reactions to, twi- to Trump being banned. But, uh, Clay, anything particularly noteworthy so far in Twitter? Just Twitter dump part five? Right? Part five. To keep up. Yep. Uh, so here's what I would say is, I think, particularly noteworthy. The Twitter executives recognize that Trump had not violated their terms, that even uh, in an aggressive uh, definition, he had not incited violence, not even in a coded way. Uh, but this Vijaya Gad, who was Twitter's head of legal policy and trust, um, asked whether there was a coded incitement to violence. And they then said, oh, this, if you interpret the phrase American patriots, that he was inciting violence. And here's where the final decision is made. And, and, and I think this is crazy. Um, they basically convinced themselves that Trump was Hitler. Um, and I'm reading directly. Things escalate from here. This is in public uh, unveiling of the decision to ban Donald Trump on Twitter. Members of the team came to, quote, view him, meeting Trump, as the leader of a terrorist group responsible for violence and deaths comparable to the Christchurch shooter that is, I believe, in New Zealand, right, Buck? Wasn't that where the Christchurch shooting took place? Uh, the mass shooting, if I'm not mistaken? Yes. And uh, Or Hitler. And on that basis and on the totality of his tweets, he should be deplatformed. Now, this is important because what it represents is the evolution from focusing on an individual based on his own acts as now Trump's words on Twitter are comparable to a New Zealand shooter who killed many people and Adolf Hitler. And I got to give credit here because this is fairly significant and I do think we should have some positives here. Many different world leaders immediately spoke out about this and we were talking about this off air, Buck, and I had forgotten and I think these world leaders deserve credit. Emmanuel Macron said, quote, he didn't want to live in a democracy where the key decisions were made by private players, um, which is well said. Uh, Angela Merkel in Germany said that the suspension was problematic and said freedom of opinion is of, quote, elementary significance. Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, who's currently in prison in Russia, said that Twitter's act was an unacceptable act of censorship. And so I think those world leaders, France, 
uh, Germany and the opposition leader in Russia all deserve some credit for in the immediate aftermath saying what Buck, you and I and many other people were saying was this was an unjustifiable act of censorship. Trump did not, based on all this evidence being shared, actually violate the Twitter terms of service. And Twitter set the precedent. There's also in this discussion many different examples of world leaders. Ayatollah said that Israel must be exterminated. That tweet wasn't uh, edited. He still has his account. Many other world leaders. This was all, we're kind of um, bringing it full circle here, Clay. What I said about principle is applicable once again. If you have a, quote, principle that gives you whatever you want whenever you want it, that's situational ethics, you could call it at best. That's somebody who changes what's right and wrong based on what they want it to be in the moment. And that's really the history of all of these Twitter determinations and specifically about the president of the United States. They start from the premise of Trump is awful. He's basically Hitler. He's going to destroy the country. How do we, under our existing rules, justify taking some action against him? It is, in a sense, a corollary of Lavrenti Beria, the head of the Russian uh, secret police, saying, you show me the man and I'll show you the crime. Except in this case, it's not a criminal statute, obviously. It's a terms of service violation. But the same mentality persists. And that's what you're seeing from the uh, Barry Weiss release today. And and also just, I mean, you know, I think I think it was Alex Berenson who pointed this out. This, oh, it's a private company. They can do what they want. Well, not, not actually if they're engaging in fraud. Yeah. And telling people, for example, you know, if I, if I contracted... Um, with FedEx, right, Federal Express, that they're going to send out fund, you know, I'm sending fundraising letters. I'm a political candidate and I'm sending fundraising letters via FedEx, which would be ruinously expensive, but everyone, you know, whatever. Everyone understands what I'm saying. And every time my staff gave them something to send out, they threw it, you know, they, they threw it in the trash or they threw it, let's say, in a bin and held it for six months. Oh, sorry, it's a little too hard for us to get it out there. Nobody would think that was okay. Berenson said if Verizon refused to sell you a phone based on who they thought you were going to vote for. Nobody would think that's okay. How is what Twitter did effectively any different? And then when you add the government component, the White House pressure, the regulators effectively breathing down their neck, the FBI breathing down their neck or colluding with them. I mean, this whole, it, the whole thing was rigged. It was a scam. I mean, there was something deeply unethical about how the 2020 election was conducted and and i do i do think we're allowed to recognize and need to recognize that that's what's going on right now and i also think unfortunately the only remedy is we have to win the next time we have to think of how we win i think that's very true i also want to flag this because i think it's important number seven here from this unspooling of the fifth example of the twitter files uh there were dissenters inside twitter and i'm reading from number seven Maybe because I'm from China, said one employee on January 7th, I deeply understand how censorship can destroy the public conversation. And you hear and see this very rarely, Buck, but to their credit, as they are unveiling these internal deliberations, there is a tiny minority of people that are willing to speak out against the vast tide of uh, agreement, this mob that wants to ban Trump, this left-wing mob. And what I would point out here, and I think this is important, all organizations need diversity of thought far more, in my opinion, than they need diversity of appearance. 
because this cosmetic diversity idea, which has taken root in our country, that we want people who all look different but think the same. What really matters is people thinking differently. Imagine what the debate might have been in Twitter, Buck, if it were representative of the country and half of the people had been Trump supporters and half of the people had been Biden supporters. I think it's very unlikely that this bureaucracy would have moved to begin to make bans. And so this is an example, I think, of a company being captured. There may have been a lot of different colors. There might have been a lot of different uh, races and sexes and everything else. But when everybody thinks the same, you reach a bad result without diversity of thought. And and you can see the, the constant justifications and pseudo-justifications offered up within Twitter about the banning of Trump as well as all this other stuff we've seen, the shadow banning that was very real, the censoring of accounts and even ideas that were correct. Um, this it all feels very totalitarian, and it is, because wokeness is ultimately a totalitarian ideology. It is about everything and anything. There's no escape from it, and it's never enough. That's another component of it, which is also yes. true in a totalitarian society. You cannot bend the knee enough. You cannot use enough pronouns. You cannot... Uh, undermine and abandon enough of our own history and Western civilization to placate them. It must always seek more targets to destroy and undermine. And I think Elon Musk sees this. I mean, yes. in a sense, the richest man in the world got red-pilled by wokeness. And I knew we were looking for something, or that, that something had really happened, because I, I think it was on the Babylon Bee podcast. And remember, it was a joke made by the Babylon Bee, that really pushed the acquisition of Twitter forward by Elon. because, And it was a joke that was rooted in the most basic truth. Rachel Levine is a man. Yes. We all know this. It's very, And we could talk, by the way, about the former Navy SEAL who transitioned and is now transitioning back to being a man. What does that say about, oh, everyone has to live their truth? Well, the truth can change of your gender. So then how much of a truth is it really? There's a lot to discuss in that. Um, but Clay... Elon recognized that there is a viciousness, that these are vicious people wrapping themselves in false virtue. That's what he said in that Babylon Bee interview. And it is so true. And that is the cancer within our society. And, and I know that people are saying, well, it's just Twitter. No, it is exposing this. It is laying bare the woke left wing authoritarian mentality for everyone to see in all of its heinousness and contradictions and dishonesty. And it is going to be one hell of a battle to win. But 75 to 80% of the American public hates the woke. But their power is so deeply ingrained in so many of these industries, big tech, advertising, that you really have to go and root it out and defeat them and drag them kicking and screaming into the light of day. And that's why these Twitter revelations are so incredibly important. And that's what's going on right now. Uh, look, you want to give yourself a gift this holiday season that benefits you all year round for years to come. How about a chair? It's really comfortable to sit in that you can work in. Uh, Buck and I both have X chairs in our home offices, and it's the best investment you can make. I'm writing a book right now, and I've written that entire book sitting in my X chair. End of the day, when I finish this show, finish a couple other shows, I'll go sit down at my desk. I'll go crank out some of that book. And I've done it all from sitting in the X chair. Right now, you can get an extra special offer. 
xchairclay.com, you'll save an extra 10% through tomorrow. That's Tuesday. If you go to xchairclay.com, a lot of people out there right now, difficult to shop for. How much of a difference would it make for you if you could give something to someone that made them more productive at their job? It's the right investment for your body and your business. All you have to do is go to xchairclay.com right now. That's the letter X, chair, clay. That's xchairclay.com. 10% off, but only until tomorrow. That's xchairclay.com. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We're proud supporters of those who serve our country and our local communities. That includes our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. There's an American company whose entire mission is built around serving these individuals, GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these ways, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's fast, easy, and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that want to honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off-duty. A portion of every order goes towards nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve.
Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We're going to be joined in the next segment by Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, we're headed out to Israel, I believe. That should be a really fascinating conversation. We'll ask him, ask him about the decision that was made to ban Donald Trump. We just shared with you some of the reactions from the French President Emmanuel Macron, from Angela Merkel, from uh, the, the primary dissident in Russia. And Buck... One thing, we, we were talking a little bit about this off the air. This is why I think we have to have primetime hearings into these uh, in, into, into the, these revelations because I'm reading right now, we've got a story up at OutKick and there are people who have been doing a good job of tracking all of this. But how much attention do you think the Twitter files have gotten so far from all of these different quote-unquote mainstream outlets? NBC, CNN, ABC, MSNBC, and CNBC did not mention on their newscast Twitter files a single time on Sunday. Not one single mention. Now, I bet they'll mention the tweets that Elon Musk is sending out or the reactions on Truth Social from Donald Trump. But that's pretty crazy to think about. They're not even mentioning it. There's a lot of things going on simultaneously there. On the one hand... Uh, they just don't want to give any any oxygen to this fire, right? They don't want the narrative to get more attention because it's damaging to their team. They play for teams. Everyone needs to understand this. New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, they are Team Democrat. Full stop. That is what they do. And anyone who says otherwise at those places is lying to you. But beyond that, Clay, there would at some point have to be a how could you guys have been so stupid part of this yep. too, right? Because And, and that's the thing. It's tough to know because some some libs get so wrapped up in the narrative of Trump is Hitler um, that maybe they they emotionally are so overwrought that they can't think straight or they're just deceitful. They're just liars um, because the New York Post knew that it wasn't. We knew that it wasn't fake. Yes, we knew that these things weren't. Uh, so so at some point, I think all of that all of that uh, comes out or rather if these news organizations start covering this, people might start to say, well, hold on a second. What did ABC News say about the Hunter laptop again? What did ABC News say as a journalistic entity when a president of the United States was kicked off of basically all social? Remember, it was not just Twitter, all yes. social media. And also remember this, Buck. We still haven't even gotten to the actual Biden administration in power. So all of this is a prelude. The Biden campaign... Trump was still in office when they officially banned him from Twitter. What do you think the correspondence is going to look like between the Biden administration and Twitter as it pertains to COVID? I cannot wait to see some of the revelations that come out, and that is soon. And those will be more uh, instrumental because that's the government effectively censoring its political opposition. IRS has a smart program going on right now. Small business owners that made it through COVID. If your business has five or more employees and you made it through COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Now, remember, this is not a loan. No payback. It's just a refund of your taxes. How do you get your business this refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. Their tax attorneys are specialists, little-known payroll tax refund program. They do all the work, no charges up front, just share a percentage of the cash they get with you. Businesses of all types can qualify, 
including those who took PPP nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. GetRefunds.com has already returned over a billion dollars to businesses. They can help you as well. Go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, answer a few questions. Payroll tax refund only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward. GetRefunds.com. You're hearing the Christmas music, so now is an appropriate moment to remind you that in a pinch, a stocking makes a pretty decent mask, particularly if it's the second mask. You can wrap it in, say, your N95 mask. You take one of Santa's hats or a stocking and you wrap around it. Fauci is still out there. He's talking about all kinds of stuff. And uh, here he is telling everybody that he's making the case on the way out, folks. Oh, lockdowns, which were inhumane, never mind pointless. He says necessary. Play six. Could we have been less restrictive about schools and less restrictive about closing down the economy and focused, if not from the very start earlier on, on the elder. You know, in the absence of vaccination, that would have been very difficult to do. But right now that you have the ability to vaccinate people, you can actually clearly be much more liberal and open in what we're doing, which is where we we are really right now. But in the very beginning, when essentially everyone was at risk of infection, you can pass it on to someone else inadvertently, innocently, and have that person suffer a dire consequence. I wish we could do multiverse, Buck where we could do the exact opposite of everything that Fauci said and be able to have sort of a test case just to prove exactly how wrong he was. You can argue maybe Sweden is that, that multiverse. Now, they're healthier in Sweden, I think, than we are here in general. They have less obesity. That certainly factored in here. But every single thing Fauci said didn't make a difference. It probably prolonged COVID, Buck, because if we had never locked down, we would have gotten through it faster. We would have gotten herd immunity faster. Unfortunately, he still refuses to acknowledge the truth. And I think that, you know, one one aspect of this that didn't get talked about a lot was uh, you mentioned the obesity issue. We often, I think, think of obesity. Yeah, there, there's uh, type 2 diabetes and there are well-known very serious, obviously, also comes along with uh, hypertension, heart disease, heart attack. Um, but in general, obesity, that visceral, the visceral fat that is in your your uh, sort of thoracic cavity that's around your organs, including your lungs, uh, creates inflammation. So there's a constant inflammatory response from having excess deposits of visceral fat inside your abdominal cavity and and it also makes breathing harder. A lot of people realize that uh, they're if they have sleep apnea or if they have even just really bad snoring, that gaining you know substantial weight gain makes these things worse. There were a lot of things that could have been talked about that would have been certainly helpful across the board health wise and specifically for COVID that they shut down discussion of and actually made work. I mean, I gained literally fifteen pounds during COVID. I mean, I've just you lots know lots of people did. I mean, because I was sitting around doing work all day at a desk. I couldn't go anywhere. And even if you went to walk outside, it was super eerie and uncomfortable because you're supposed to be wearing a mask outdoors, which I never did that, by the way. But, you know, other people would look at you like you were a monster for not doing this. And, I mean, you just you see this Fauci. I mean, Clay, you and I have been talking about this. I think he's on his way to get he's on his way to getting a probably a ten million dollar book advance. Yeah. Like he's going to get a book advance like a Barack Obama style 
massive, no one thinks this is about actual sales of books kind of advance. So he's going to keep singing this crazy tune to the very end about how lockdowns were kind of necessary and how kids definitely needed to be out of school for a while because there's no profit, literally profit for him in telling people the truth, even still. He was wrong on everything. And the fact that he refuses to acknowledge it, I mean, Buck, I read the Sunday New York Times, and in addition to naming January 6th committee hearings one of the best television events of the year, which is what the New York Times said, they had a editorial from Anthony Fauci saying goodbye. This guy, first of all, had the longest goodbye ever. Uh, he said, like, hey, I just wanted to say goodbye last time in the White House it feels like everybody has interviewed him on the planet except for us. I think that was, was that Chris Wallace? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, who was interviewing him there and actually asked a pertinent question. If you've wondered where Chris Wallace went since he left Fox News, there he is. What platform CNN. was he on when he was doing that interview? I, I, it's not CNN Plus, which is where they hired him for because it doesn't exist anymore. They shut it down after it lost $300 million two weeks, whatever the heck it was. Um, all of it. All of it is utterly indefensible. And this is where I will circle around. You know, we were talking in the first hour about this, Buck. This is why I think we need state attorney generals to get aggressive because we know the Department of Justice is doing nothing. But, but can I ask you, is that is that and I'm open to this, right? They sue us and do these things. They sue our side just because lawsuits are annoying, Onerous, painful, yeah expensive and so it's lawfare this is what they do to trump obviously that's why they just put the trump organization they get they put the trump organization through a criminal trial that's going to result in a rounding error i mean they make more money yes. than that from the mar-a-lago Their bar tab on a good night more than the damage it's, i think it's gonna be like one and a half million dollars or something yeah, in total it, but, damages but even though it didn't get the result it's essentially punishing the other side with the process are we at that point where we just want to punish big pharma and try to get some answers here because as you and i both know even let, let's say i mean let's say a couple of states band together and they're going to sue uh they're going to sue the pharmaceutical companies uh in some kind of a class action for fraud we will see the outcome of that in five years maybe it will take years but what i would say is it doesn't mean that the truth couldn't eventually emerge because they'll get all these ceos under deposition and the analogy i would draw is it's like the tobacco lawsuits. You remember when those tobacco lawsuits were initially filed? Everybody thought the state AGs that were suing big tobacco were crazy. Oh, wait, you're going to hold tobacco companies responsible because people voluntarily chose to smoke cigarettes but, and they ended up they ended up winning in a big way. But you may also have a there may be a supremacy clause argument here because they're going to say that the federal government gave them immunity from lawsuits based upon the, you know, the, the effectively the emergency status of getting these vaccines out there. Now, I know you, as lawyer Claire, are going to say, yeah, but it, fraud, fraud negates fraud, protection. It, fraud, would, fraud would negate, but in so, my opinion. That so would you'd have to prove, but here's the problem. You'd have to prove that they knew that the product didn't really work and had more side effects than they said which we know now, but given how quickly it was rushed out, you, you see what I mean? It, it might oh, be... Oh, I get it. And, and, but that's why you need, in the same way that we're getting all these revelations about, we know the end result, right? Trump got suspended from Twitter. But seeing how illegitimate the process was by which he got suspended is only occurring because Elon Musk bought Twitter and is releasing. I'm, I'm stunned that these documents even exist. 
all these internal documents about what exactly went on. I think there's probably a ton of internal communication where these Pfizer execs and these Moderna execs are suddenly like, "Uh uh-oh, all the evidence is suddenly suggesting that this doesn't stop transmission. When did they know it, to use the famous phrase from the Watergate hearings, and when did they know it, and how long did it take that conveyance to reach the public? And I want to remind everyone, because some of you, some of you are probably, you're in, oh, you're in Tennessee. I mean, I'm down in Florida right now, but you're in Tennessee, you're in Texas, you know, we're in some of these places, and you get to be all, oh, what? Co- who cares about all this COVID rules nonsense? I'm not talking about the vaccines, but I mean the the masking and all this stuff. My friends, they are still trying to bring this stuff back in New York and Los Angeles. It's crazy. We got, we're going to come back. We're going to talk we, to Benjamin Netanyahu when we come back. We'll close out the show with him. We'll get into that in just a second. You know, I was shooting on Friday, my friends, out at the range. I got to say, I was doing doing pretty well. You know, the trigger pull was uh, was not bad, even though I'm a little rusty these days. But I've gotten a lot less rusty thanks to the Mantis X. Mantis X lets you keep your shooting skills sharp, lets you train without ammunition at your home. And it's so easy once you get this thing set up and it becomes kind of addictive because you get better and better all the time. It doesn't cost you anything. The Mantis X is a firearms training system that has no ammo, all electronics. So the more you train, once you buy your Mantis X, you can just keep training with it and you are good to go. It'll help improve your shooting accuracy. You know, a couple of firearms experts I was with on Friday up in Georgia were out on the range. They have Mantis X systems at home. They love the Mantis X. It simply attaches to your firearm like a weapon light. You can use it at home or the range. I've got mine at home, and I'm telling you, it really works. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes of using the Mantis X. So start improving your shooting accuracy today. Go to MantisX.com. MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. 
Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are now joined by Israel's incoming prime minister, Benjamin Bibi Netanyahu. The autobiography is Bibi, my story. And first of all, we appreciate the time. I know our audience is thrilled to hear from you. Uh, I just want to start here. For people out there who may not understand how big of a deal it was, what was moving the embassy to Jerusalem like for purposes of the United States and Israel relations so far as you understand it? How revolutionary was that? Well, it was a a belated affirmation of a historic truth that's only 3,000 years old. (laughs) Jerusalem was declared our capital by King David in the Bible. King David declared it our capital 3,000 years ago. And yet, even though the state of Israel was established and reaffirmed that, Uh, commitment by making Jerusalem our modern capital, for the last 75 years in Israel's existence, uh, no country, no major country in the world, uh, least of all the United States, was willing to recognize that simple historical truth. And I was very uh, appreciative of the fact that President Trump did decide to do that. He recognized Jerusalem as our capital. He moved the American embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, where it belongs. And he corrected uh, this uh, historical anomaly. Imagine that we said, uh, well, uh, New York is the capital of America. We don't recognize Washington. Washington is not your capital. And we're going to put our embassies in New York or in, uh, I don't know, in Richmond, Virginia. I mean, that would be absurd. The and, food uh, is a little better, Minister, but yes, it would be, it would be absurd, Prime Minister <laughs> Netanyahu. Uh, just just a little New York, better, D.C. Okay, joke there. I, but anyway, I wanted to ask you, sir, uh, uh, we're speaking of Prime Minister Netanyahu. Uh, who has a, who has a new book out right now? Um, biggest challenges right now as you come into the prime minister's role once again in Israel. I assume Iran is high on the list, but I wanted you to address for us what is top of your mind as you take on this incredibly important role once again for your country. 
Well, as I explained in, in my book, I've been fighting uh, <clears throat> fighting the uh, Iran's attempts to acquire nuclear, develop nuclear weapons, which uh, they openly say they'll use to try to annihilate uh, Israel, the Jewish state. But also, they declare and chant not only death to Israel, they declare death to America, death to the infidels. So to have this horrible regime, uh, whose true face has been now unmasked by the brave men, and especially the brave women of Iran, uh, for all the world to see, to have these uh, Ayatollah uh, thuggery uh, have nuclear weapons w- with which they can threaten the entire world and every city in the United States uh, is the height of folly. So for me, the number one goal is to prevent Iran from having nuclear weapons. We did a lot of things that set them back probably by a decade so they wouldn't have them, including, as I described in the book, sending the Mossad, uh, Israel's uh, secret agency, to the heart of Tehran to bring back a secret atomic archive that Iran was hiding from the world, proving they're trying to develop nuclear weapons. Uh, We have to make sure that they don't have it. That's the top of my list. Iran must not have nuclear weapons. It's the first of three goals. I can tell you that the other two is to continue to expand the historic Abraham Accords that we had for peace with many other Arab states. And the third goal is to continue through free market policies to make Israel the innovation juggernaut of the world. Uh, And uh, these are three worthy goals. I have another 12, but you don't have time on your program. (laughs) Prime Minister Netanyahu, you also talk a lot in your book about the three American presidents that you worked with, Clinton, Obama, and Trump, all very different uh, leaders. How did you find them all to work with? How would you describe them in your experience? Well, you know, I I think they were... Uh, each uh, entirely different people, but I, I would preface this by saying that uh, regardless of who leads America, the the bond between Israel and, and the United States is so powerful that it transcends uh, administrations and also transcends Israeli governments. I mean, Israel is probably the most pro-American country in the world. Uh, it's just, uh, uh, it, and that really cuts across party lines here. And the same, I think, is true despite the fact that we can have differences. Do you have any uh, differences in your families? Uh, do you have uh, arguments within your family? Well, that's exactly what we have within the family that is uh, America and Israel. So, yes, I've had my differences with uh, successive American presidents, and I had my agreements with them as well. Uh, I, would, I, I would say that uh, Clinton was, um, you know, I was asked to uh, identify each one of them or characterize them in a single word. Uh, I said that Clinton is charming. Uh, he is indeed, uh, that Obama was uh, uh, analytic uh, uh, and that uh, uh, President Trump was irreverent. Uh, you know, he would uh, just uh, defy uh, convention and conformity. Uh, and each of them had his uh, strengths and each of them had his special approach. But I, throughout in dealing with him, always remembered the fact that America is our indispensable ally uh, of the many alliances that we developed uh, during my tenure, because of the rise of Israeli power, the rise of Israeli uh, technology through free markets, uh, our exceptional capabilities and in, uh, intelligence, military intelligence and cyber uh, security that have saved countless lives, including American lives. Uh, despite, uh, you know, these uh, new alliances that we had in the world, I always say no one can replace, no country can replace our alliance with America. We're the 
old promised land, the original promised land. America is the new promised land. We're two countries formed on purpose. Our purpose was to rebuild the life of the Jewish state and gather the exiles like the biblical prophecy says in our ancient homeland and rebuild our national life. And America was built as the new promised land. Uh, and its purpose is to be the guardian of liberty throughout the world. And as long as we remember that and remember how we are beholden to each other, uh, I think that uh, our future is secure. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, he has a book, BB, My Story, and folks should go and pick up a copy of it. And Prime Minister, appreciate you, sir, and your wonderful country, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, and God bless America. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, that guy is uh, is an amazing um, uh, figure in the history of, obviously, the, the modern world today, Clay, but also in the Middle East and been prime minister so many times and what Israel has been through just even the last, well, all along, but certainly the last 20 years or so, and he's had a front row seat to so much of it. He's been directing so much of it. Have you uh, been to Israel? Fascinating. Have you been to Israel before? Yes, yes, I've been to Israel, yeah. I've never been. I would really like to go Jerusalem. For a visit if at you're some point. a first, I mean, if you're a Christian, if you're a Jew, if you're a Muslim, Jerusalem has amazing significance from a religious standpoint. But also, just Clay, the history nerd part of you. Yes. Um, you go to the old city of Jerusalem, and I mean, it it feels it just it feels like what you would think it would feel like to walk by those ancient churches and the temple wall and the steps. It's a ama- it's amazing as a city. I would love to go. I mean, it's on. That, that's one thing I want to do is just disappear at some point and travel around the world for six or eight months. And I'm going to do it at some point. I don't know when, but one day I'm going to Malta. Will you come like to Malta to with me? Get Mrs. Mrs. Travis to come. We're going to go to Malta. I'll be, I'll be happy to go. I'm all in. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 